Hey guys, this is Ryan with the Safe Continue podcast. Just want to give you a quick content warning about this week's episode. Uh, we're discussing the Activision Blizzard uh, controversy uh, happening with the sexual harassment and sexual misconduct uh, going on over at that company. So we just want to give you a quick warning uh, before we get into this episode. Thanks. Oh, this is going to kill me. <laughs> That's all right. Just keep going. It's yeah. fine. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. We do it every other week. All fucking sad. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Continue Podcast, where every other week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. As always, I'm Shanae Howard. I'm a little disappointed today. Sorry about that bad intro. Uh, with me is Tommy Shelby. Hi, guys. Hi. And some guy who doesn't care about fashion. I think his name's Ryan Robinson. Yeah, what up? We Gucci. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I forgot really about that. Ha- I fucking hate that word. Ugh. Yeah. I told them to do it. Yeah, it's lit. <laughs> Is that what your shirt says? Does it say Gucci no. on it? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to imagine it does. But, uh, yeah, That would have been awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking 2004, just shirt, just Gucci. Yeah. Uh, in pink glitter. Sure. Uh, anyways, uh, what have y'all been playing this week? Uh, so I finished Arkham Asylum, and I'm about to be finished with Arkham City, and uh, and then literally like 30 minutes ago, uh, Near Reincarnation just came out today. So yeah. I played like the first maybe 10 minutes of that, but that's it. Nice. Um, yeah. I actually was looking at, uh, so I told y'all off air, but I had some, uh, Berto had some coworkers and friends come in and put drops in, uh, so our internet is everywhere now in our house. But uh, <clears throat> one of them found out that their wife worked at uh, one of the GameStops when I worked at GameStop. And I was actually just looking at pictures of uh, the Batman Arkham City uh, Midnight Launch, where I dressed as oh, Batgirl. No yeah, I dressed as Batgirl, and I had a uh, I had a costume competition. Whoever uh, won it got twenty five dollar gift card. But like people showed up, it was like Batwoman or like not Batwoman, uh, Catwoman, and like a bunch of other ones. It was pretty fun. Yeah. As far as I thought, you were gonna say it. that I thought you were gonna say that one of the guys found out that his wife was cheating on him <laughs> because of the no, pictures of the uh, Midnight Launch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that her no. with the penguin? <laughs> Fucking Danny DeVito. You know what again. I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Cobble hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase and I love it. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, I... I mean, no, I just... I, it's probably one of the things I miss is like doing the midnight launches. They were definitely like the most fun of, part of that job. Sorry, there is a giant uh, spider on one of my monitors. I'm going to kill that real fast. Oh, God. Don't don't kill it. You're going to turn our podcast into a snuff film. Just let it outside. Yeah, let it outside. Like, it's not his fault he's a spider. Right, Tom? Tell her. Yeah. Maybe you should buy a better house. Maybe you should buy a a house with no spiders in it. Did you do a spider inspection before you signed the, the documents? Nah, I was too busy having the uh, foundation and plumbing and house itself. They probably put spiders in there. They probably put spiders in the mix. (laughs) 
that's probably what happened. They put the spiders in the mix. Ah, this yeah. episode is off to a fantastic start. Yeah, well, she <laughs> had to go kill a spider for some reason on TV, so here I, we are. It's it's fine. The spider got away. Uh, nothing was killed. All right. All right. What have you? Uh, I've also been playing uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, I beat it for the fifth time. So now I'm playing it again in maddening mode because I can't stop. But uh, I've also been playing a bunch of Atomies. I saw you on Steam getting some Halo Achievos. Oh, yeah. Uh, me and my friend Sean have been playing Halo. Um, I don't know why. And he, and it, well, I think it's because he keeps trying to play it in 4K, but uh, it keeps crashing on us. And two days ago, we were like literally right to the end of the mission and it crashed. And we're just like, all right, we're done for the night. We're What's not. his name, Sean? Yeah. yeah. Tell Sean to get a better. A better GPU, you know? Yeah, get a better computer, Sean. Uh, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Fix your rig. He's my friend. He's my <laughs> friend, so that's the first issue. Uh, uh, the second sure. one is you should buy him a better rig. Yeah. I just, How about that? I think that if people are allowed to call their computers rigs, I should be able to say Gucci whenever I want. That's my line. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what have you been playing, Ryan? What did you, what uh, what platinums have you gotten? Zero platinums. I actually feel like I haven't gotten a platinum in a little while. I don't really remember the last one I got. Oh, my son just got that little Nightmares Two platinum. Hell yeah, man! Oh nice. Look at him. Yeah. Uh, but I you're have... gonna let Bradley beat you. <laughs> what? I haven't. So you're gonna let game. Bradley? No, I'm talking to take talking to Ryan about platinums. Oh, man. Well, tell us what platinums you've had, had you've got recently. Yeah, none, none, because I'm a loser. <laughs> sure. Sure. sure, that makes sense. That tracks. Confirms my suspicions. Um... <laughs> All the data. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have, you know, I've been playing a little Guilty Gear. The, there's a uh, a new character came out this week, Gold Lewis Dickinson, the. Uh, the secretary, I like that name. The Secretary of Defense himself, <laughs> the Cryptids Collector, Gold Lewis Dickinson, who fights by swinging around a giant coffin full of cryptids and aliens, which is which is rad. Uh, so I'm looking forward to trying him out. Yeah. Uh, what's up? That game has some like cool ass characters. None of them make sense, but I love them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I have been playing uh, been playing more Knockout City <clears throat> with uh, with my wife. She just hit the highest the highest uh, ranking tier the other day, right before the season ended. So she was really excited about that. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, and also, she's been like getting like there there are people who are like in the Knockout City tournament scene, and like they've been inviting her to play with them because you know she's so good. Um, she should she should go to tournaments, win them all, make buku money. Y'all yeah. quit your jobs and they just had, fucking post. They had a five thousand dollar <laughs> invitational the other day. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you support yourself off of Knockout City quite yet. Yeah, not yet, but, you know. Maybe, you can if you're good enough. Uh, maybe next year. Uh, the, and the season two just started uh, this week, and they have a, they added a new ball and a new level. So that's that's exciting. Um, let's see. Also, I have been playing a lot of Red Dead Online, like a lot. Um, Thanks. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, they add they um, they did an update this week 
and added some new crimes. So there's a new crime that I can do. Um, uh, so I checked that out last night. It was, it, it, is- it was, it was, it was okay. So check this out. So the new crime, right, is you're supposed to go to the pier and this in this big city that is basically their version of New Orleans, right? And there's this guy who who owes somebody else money, and you are hired to go collect the money for him, right? You get the money, but then all like you corner the guy, but then all his boys show up, so you got to kill his boys. But then the cops show up, ah, right? The cops show up, and you got to run away from the and cops. And thank you for killing him. Oh no, no, okay. you got to kill. You got to kill. Well, you don't have to kill the cops, but. I mean, come on. So uh, you get away from the cops, but then, like, it becomes, like, a stealth action thing where you have to, like, hide from the cops as you make your way to the to your contact. Um, but uh, Kaylee and I did that last night, and it was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, but outside of that, I haven't really played a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Oh, a little bit of Scarlet Nexus, too. Not Scarlet Nexus 2, but Scarlet Nexus as well. Um, that, that game is still a lot of fun. So, um, when he said a new crime, I was imagining they just made something new illegal in the game, <laughs> <laughs> which I think would be a really cool DLC thing to do. Well, like, so they like the laziest way to implement that. <laughs> oh, yeah, just, riding horses you know... is illegal now. Crime. <laughs> uh, no, exactly. So there's this. They they did this update um, a few weeks ago called Blood Money, and um, and now money's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like you do, uh, you do. They have these missions that you can do within that update that get you the special currency that uh, that you can collect, and you turn in enough of that currency and lets you do this high value heist mission uh, with your friends. So it's a uh, it's it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's all I've been, that's all I've been playing. Um, I'm also really happy to see you guys. So thought I'd say that. I just feel like an asshole, but, <laughs> um, besides like playing a bunch of Otomis, cause I decided, uh, you know, my life is sad. Let's just add some romance into it. Uh, I've also been, like, really keeping up with this, like, Blizzard Activision stuff. I mean, Like, keeping not... up how? Like, reading the Bloomberg stuff or reading Twitter yeah, we... or what? Uh, Twitter, reading articles, YouTube videos, uh, Twitch streams. Um, just, like, as I unpack or... Uh, I also have a new puzzle I've been doing, uh, or like doing the puzzle, I've been either listening to audiobooks or like videos on it. Like, I don't know. I like, I remember when the Ubisoft stuff happened and I don't think I've ever like really kept up with it. Maybe. And I think it's just because like as much as I have now, maybe it's just cause there's so much compared to like other companies, but also I think it's just like, I used to love Blizzard, man. And Everyone I, used to love Blizzard. <laughs> That's accurate. And I like, and it's coming up in like different places, like um, and like this female subreddit thing I go to. They were talking, like a bunch of them were talking about how 
they quit their subscriptions and to different games and uh like that blizzard owns or like you know stop playing things because it just like really bothers them uh obviously and like i know in the past we've had our we've y'all changed your minds a lot and to an extent i have but like about like voting with your dollar but i do think it's so rampant in this company it's not like you can live with like one or two people and say it was them that are just the perpetrators that it's just like i know that not everybody was sexually harassing or in exact but it's enough to where it's like yeah i don't really feel good about playing their games right now it's gonna take a lot for me to like want to do that again yeah um also so like just- it was real scuzzy like i don't remember exactly who or or what exactly was said but there's Fuck, there's, there's a statement from someone at Activision basically saying, like, well, if the state of California is having these issues with us, then I guess maybe we should just leave California. Like, basically saying, like, we're going to take all these jobs with us. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for those who don't, haven't been paying attention or don't know, um, there is, there's been a two-year investigation. Um, there's been complaints for longer than two years. There's been a two-year investigation with the state of California into sexual harassment and other lawsuits. Uh, and now that there is a civil lawsuit against Blizzard Activision for a lot of articles are calling it a frat boy culture. And I really fucking hate that term. Granted, you know, there is a lot of, like, rape that is rampant. but And it's not just, like, just sexual harassment. And, like, a lot of them also... Uh, but, like... A woman was, like, did have her nudes at a company party, like, passed around, and then killed herself on a company trip. She also uh, was having Yikes. sex with, with her supervisor as well. Whether, how consensual that is, I don't know. But either way, uh, it doesn't seem like it was a happy relationship if it ended in suicide. And um, in some of those same articles, uh, statements by execs and CEOs and stuff, like, threatening to leave California... They also said it was disgusting of California to bring up this woman's, like, suicide in the lawsuit and, like, things that she experienced, uh, which is also just very fucking scuzzy. Like, it's just, like, it's... No, it's getting getting accountability for someone's sexual harassment is not scuzzy. Like, I, I don't know how, like, they thought that that was a good public statement to make. There also was a female uh, VP, Francis, or, I think it's Francis. It's, like, it's similar to Francis. I am, I'm blanking on the name hard right now. But uh, she's been only working there since March. And she was talking about how this isn't representative of the company, and she's never experienced it. And she was one of the same that was egregious that california is going after them and Mm -hmm. she put that as an internal like statement and um just like how in the last year there's been all these programs or whatever every fucking like most companies have some sort of sexual harassment program are you referring to frank townsend i think or i think so she blonde i don't know uh i just all i know is that yes yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she's been working there since March, but the investigation has been going on for two years. Like, it's just like, right. it's been, 
it's been going on for almost three times the amount of time you've been in the company. You're also a, like you're also in a very superior position and not in like where like you can be easily taken advantage right, of. Right, right, right. But when you have accusations of like sexual harassment against females, it behooves you to have a female speak in your favor. You know what I mean? It was a That's very, all like, that is. Like, That's literally all that is. It was like an internal know? message, and it was super tone deaf. There was no yeah. like, like it's not like it was a public statement put out there, but obviously it got out there. People leaked it. Oh yeah. But I, and yes, it behooves you to have a female representative to do that. But it was just so tone deaf, and mm-hmm. I just like it's maybe it's because. Um, and I was talking with some other females like that work. Uh, some work in like more techie jobs, other ones work in more like admin jobs. And all of us have, you know, talked about the sexual harassment that we've dealt with at work. And one girl was like, I don't know if I've dealt with any and I was and she's in more of a tech driven position. And we start talking about experiences. And she's like, Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I definitely have actually like I just and we just talk about the things that we have to do in regular jobs to get around. And none of us have ever thought of doing a lawsuit and like, and just kind of me thinking of like how bad this actually had to be for years. Um, I know like Kotaku put out like a article like a couple hours ago about the Cosby suite. Yeah. I don't know if y'all are familiar. Yeah, I am not. No, uh, it's basically so, like, a, a suite where, um, you know, a bunch of a bunch of bros go and hang out and and Im- heavily imply that they will coerce and or drug women in those rooms to have sex with them, and uh, they will they will pose they pose pictures around like a framed picture of Bill Cosby like and this was like a huge deal especially around the time Bill Cosby was. Uh, and this is an Activision thing. Yeah, a Blizzard thing. It was yeah. a, during BlizzCon. Um, it was like a room of. Uh, I can, I wish I had written some of these names down because I am fucking terrible with names. Great with faces. Terrible with names. Uh, Alex. It doesn't matter. Alex, I don't remember his last name, uh, but he was the one that, it was his room. He was known for, like, at company parties, like, trying to kiss women, groping them, asking them to marry him. Uh, there's also, like, a giant group text with, like, also Kozak in there, who's also on in like a bunch of Epstein's books as well. Uh, just to put that out there. And, uh, but like there's group texts of him just, but, and, and like them making jokes like, Hey, you can't marry all of them. He's like, Oh, I'm middle Eastern. I, of course I can. And just like, they had people set up to guard him at parties. So to like, not go too far with the sexual harassment, I guess. Alex Afrasiabi. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I guess I just kind of wanted to talk about it today because it's just like, A, I want to talk about like all the things that's been happening, but also like, what does accountability look like in these situations? Because right now, nothing's happened. Like they've like developed to talk, like nothing's going on. There's been, there's been protests like within the company. There's people that are doing, uh, like they did like a strike, uh, and stuff like that but what is it actually like what would actually make the situation better because it is pretty rampant i mean think about like riot games ubisoft like now blizzard activision that are just like big cases but of course there's been talks of it with developers in the video game industry as well 
Um, just to kind of like say what I've been thinking about. Because also one of the other things they did that a lot of people like really harped on, and I don't think they're necessarily wrong for it, but is they also used to do uh, cube crawls where they would just uh, a group of them would just get drunk from, and go from cubicle to cubicle. And during those times, a lot of women were groped and and like and sexually harassed like pretty heavily. Because who knew a trip a troop of drunk ass men trolling around an office might sexually harass some people? Yeah. Um, uh, so. What I think accountability looks like in situations like this is, well, first of all, I think that when you have a situation where you have a workplace where people are able to kind of just uh, behave this way without any sort of with a very with a very apparent lack of concern for any sort of reprisal or any sort of real consequence that indicates to me that that sort of behavior is um is kind of woven into the stru into the culture of this workplace, right? So, if it is so, if it is something that is so pervasive and something that is so widespread within a company, then you have to imagine that the people who are in charge at these places they know about it, and if they don't know about it, then how can you expect someone? To and some of them are perpetrators, right? <laughs> but like, like even if you can, even if you can claim that you knew nothing about it, then how is it that you can run a company? and be that oblivious at the same time. So either you're incompetent or you're implicit or you're complicit rather. And I think in these situations, accountability looks like, well, whoever let this happen under their watch, they're gone. Whoever, whoever perpetrated these actions, they are gone. Right. Um, cause I think that if you, if you allow this sort of thing to continue and you allow this sort of thing to happen at your company and just built on the premise that, well, all we have to do is we can we can coerce or intimidate these victims into not saying anything. We can just keep doing what we want, and then you're and if you're. I think it has to go farther than that, though, honestly, because like there we've seen this with like Shanae said, all sorts of different companies, gaming related and otherwise, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, if you think about like last summer with Joey C from Evo, right? Like yeah. all that shit. Yeah. Evo's a very different company than Activision Blizzard, right. you know. Uh, of course, now they're Sony, but uh, it's beyond the point. That's besides the point. Sure. Uh, you know, when it's one person, right? It's very easy to say, "Yeah, you, you're gone." Yeah. Which is exactly what they did. Uh, but even then, when with, they a lot of times when they leave, like say that you're gone, they still have shares in the company. They still are right. profiting and benefiting. Right. Uh, Activision Blizzard, it's a different thing. If it's as rampant as we are have been led to believe it, as that it is at that company. Then I mean, yeah, we have a... you have a responsibility there to try to find out who it, who it is, yeah. right? Assuming you find everybody uh, that has done anything wrong, yeah, get rid of them, right? right. It, assuming you can, assuming that they are in a position that you are able to actually get rid of them. Uh, but also, like, when it's a company as big as that, with as many employees as that, because Evo does not have the employees that people think that it does, right? It's mostly contractors. Uh, when it's something like an Activision Blizzard that literally has thousands of employees, then you have to put in to place some sort of policies, you know? Right. And abide by them, right? I'm sure that they've 
when you get hired at Blizzard, you probably There's go through some sort of some hey, sexual harassment is bad. <laughs> yeah. Here's the fucking videotape from the 90s for you to watch, right? Right. But like... Uh... Well, there, there's new updated videos, you see. Sure. As, as we were told uh, in that internal thing, there's now programs. There's now... Yeah. And that's and... good. Like, you're scoffing at that, but that's good. That's a, that is a good no. thing, Shanae. But like... No, I'm scoffing at it because it... Because it does, like... Teaching people that sexual harassment's bad and telling them that they can go to HR yeah. when it happens and and in educating them on these steps that you have in the company do not fucking matter if the if the perpetrator is it's if, a if it's the person who they don't also didn't have it anonymous so if you ever made a complaint like everybody knew that you made a complaint so people mm -hmm. who did were quickly fired. I think it was twenty percent of Blizzard is female, and they looked at all like who got hired and promoted and stuff like that. I'm sorry, Blizzard Activision, and like, and just by metrics of work and output and things they have done, women weren't getting promoted. So not only that, like, if you say anything or act a certain way, women were like put to different teams without being told. It doesn't matter if those programs exist if the victims are going to be punished and the person who is doing the sexual harassing is gets nothing. Like there's I no accountability. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree it, with you, but getting rid of those programs helps nothing. You know, like I said at the beginning of the, that <laughs> whole rant was abiding by those programs. You know, uh, you know. Well, yeah, but, and I think every policy is only as good as how well you enforce it, right? Exactly. And. Like, and that, and what's, what sucks is that, like, I think a lot of the time, like at every company, right? At every company, the thing that you're told is, well, HR is your friend and they're, they're going to, they're going to take care of you if something happens, right? But <clears throat> like, we see so often that like, that is not the case. HR's job is to protect the company. And especially when you have cases like this, where like we brought up with Cosby Suites earlier, right? Well, we got, there are pictures of, of members of HR Hanging out in those Cosby suites. Yeah. So. And uh, they also try to say that it wasn't due to like trying to get women in there to like coerce them into sex. They try to say it was about ugly sweaters. Side note. And but, that's the statement they put out about the Cosby suite. But like there's, an, but there's, there's another issue too, right? Is that, well, you know, we can, let's say we can, <clears throat> we, we round up everybody who, is um who is do it, who's doing these things right and then we're like you know what you don't work at this company anymore well uh then they leave activision blizzard and they go work at some place like riot like uh like greg street did yep so like it sucks because <clears throat> like it's not just it's not just a company thing it's not just activision blizzard it is an industry-wide thing um and... I wouldn't say it's an industry-wide thing. I'd say it's just a workplace thing, you know? Like, I, I don't think it's, like, a games industry problem. I think it's a work problem, Okay, you know? well, I mean, what I'm saying is that, that in, the, in the context of talking about it happening within, within video games, it is an industry-wide thing. And I, but I do agree with you that every workplace has this problem. Um, 
And I think that... Or, this, or it has the capacity to have this problem. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like... Saying industry-wide implies like the majority of the industry is this. I highly disagree with that. Well, I'm not saying that the majority of the industry is this, Thomas. But what I'm saying is that this isn't an issue that can be isolated to one company. And we, while we are having a conversation about this one company, because they are a huge company who also has a huge problem, this isn't something that is isolated to just Activision Blizzard. And I'm not saying that video I'm games. I'm not only about video games, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying that vi that video games at their core are are enabling of sexual harassment. But what I'm saying is, is that this is a very widespread problem that is also occurring at a very widespread level within the video games industry. And I don't disagree with that. Okay, what I'm saying is that the majority of studios have not had issues like this. Well, and I'm sure maybe not to this scale, but I feel like a, I feel like a majority of workplaces do have issues with with sexual harassment. Um, and I think that what what it comes down to, though, is, as you said before, how well can you how well can you enforce the policies that you have against sexual harassment? Um, and I think that if you let it get this far gone, like in the way like in this case, then like. It's a, it becomes a much just it, burn it all down. I mean, I mean, it's a very <laughs> it's a very tempting proposition, right? Because like if you're like, well, it's so widespread, and this company, and again, like Tom said, this company has thousands and thousands of employees, right? And so you're, it's it's tempting to look at it and be like, well, where does this where does this end? Like like where does it, where does this begin? Where does it end? Like and like as soon as you find one person, then like three more pop up. So it's a, it's a very intimidating and very daunting thing to go after this problem but it's definitely a problem that needs to be addressed but outside of policy and outside of who you choose to employ right policy and the way you choose to reprimand employees outside of that what can a company really do you can set rules you can follow those rules but at the end of the day it's people right right and pe some people are shitty. yeah yeah that's the thing this company this company and other companies aren't doing that so like having things like uh anonymous hr complaints having uh third-party hr policies um where in contracts no matter what position you are if you know the sexual assault or sexual harassment happen that you get no shares that you 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 get nothing uh i mean that is policy you know that's what that's exactly I mean, what i'm saying right like like uh, I mean, that's that's the thing though like they aren't doing that and that's and that's the thing is that companies they do have the responsibility to i feel like to take every action i mean they're not their doing employees. that but like other companies i'm sure do other game companies i'm sure do and they probably 100%. still have these issues, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, I don't think. You know. ob but obviously, they're not getting the state of California to have a civil suit against them. So it's like. Well. You know. I I, I think but, this, this is a, it's a, it's a, I think all of this is like a learned behavior, right? And you know, it all starts like it. The propensity to act on these things, uh, the propensity to perpetrate these sort of actions against other people, is picked up somewhere. And I think that I think that coming into this industry or coming into the coming into a company, um, I'm not sure. I'm I'm sure that there is a large um, uh, portion of it where it's because like, well, I feel enabled to do this, right? I feel enabled to to 
to do these things to these people. Uh, because from what I can see, there's not really any there's not really any uh, any repercussions for my behavior for that sort of behavior at this company. But I also wonder, like, well, where did that come from? Right. Like, how does like and then and then there, then you have the, the question of like, well, again, like Tom said, like, well, it all comes down to who you're hiring. But how am I supposed to know that this person's a piece of shit until they do something indicative exactly. of being a piece of shit. And it's just like, it becomes this like weird paradox <clears throat> where it's like, I'm what? not trying to say it's not the company's problem. Absolutely. Right? Like it's not their fault, but like, yeah, at the end of the day, people can, can be yeah. and often are. And, and, and it, it just sucks because you can't, you, know? you, you, can't, you can't like ethically like not hire someone. like, you seem like you might be a piece of shit. So <laughs> like, I, you know, like, you know, I mean, I mean, as somebody who's hired people before, yeah, you can. I mean, you don't say it to their face, but you think it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, but I mean, I. But when I speak of this, I am speaking specifically to Activision Blizzard. Uh, like things that like could be done, and companies and video game companies who don't have these policies in place when it comes to small. I think it even really hurts with these like smaller companies as well because there normally isn't like processes at all like to really and the HR person's right there. It's like an open office, everybody can see each other. It's it's very like awkward and it's also like if there's only 10 people and one person is a problem, that means 10% of the company is a problem. Right. And it's compounds on that. And I think that with that though I, it quite often devolves because all you need is 10% to then start being vocal and making these things okay. And obviously, with Activision Blizzard, more than 10% were okay with what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, and, you, asked, you asked us, Shanae, so I'm going to ask you, what do you think they could do to fix this? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, is have policies in place for people sexual or obviously sexual harassers uh, or having these issues fired zero, like no compensation, no stocks, no seats on boards, like cut and dry on there. Also statements acknowledging, and I don't, I mean, obviously they're not going to do this because it's business and like lawsuit and stuff like that, but acknowledging that it's happened, acknowledge that their company has helped a woman kill herself or encouraged it, or made her feel like she didn't have any other option. Granted, like, I know everyone's people and everyone makes their own choices, but I just don't know if that woman would have done the same thing if she didn't work for Blizzard and we put in those situations. Um, feel like, so and I can't, and I can't, never, and like, not that I'm speaking for her or her family or like know what her like mental state was, but from everything I've seen, I, and like red, it's. I mean, I could see yeah. why the, why them as a company would not take responsibility for that specifically until it is proven. Then, why yeah. would you put your name on it, right? But but like acknowledge, but acknowledging that it happened, acknowledging that uh, sure. so there's been like ex ex uh, VPs and CEOs have put statements. People who are no longer working for Blizzard, and one of them, he was like, "I'm sorry that underneath like I my remember. leader leadership, yeah. like, and it was probably the best statement that like." acknowledge that it existed just like base standpoints acknowledge that there's issues and then and there are plenty of companies that have done just that 
you know, know whoever's running just... PR for for these guys is like it's fucking it's crazy. You know, yeah. like to be it's like to be like, well, California, you don't like it. We'll take our business. What elsewhere. a shitty like, answer! It's like fuck? if you won't let us rape yeah. at our company. No, but but like <laughs> but like the balls on you. Yeah, you know, like, like holy. Well, shit. like because I, I think people... that that shows like a lack of awareness that like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Right. Like that yeah. just shows like I don't like I don't understand the problem. This is how we've always done it. So let us just do it. Uh, yeah. But like, so I guess like what we have and- what we have are a lot of reactive solutions, right? But like, I guess like I'm, I'm more interested in figuring out proactive solutions, I think. So, so with those similar things that he was talking about policies, having it in place that going forward, if any of these things happen and with investigations that they would be let go with like no benefits, whatever, that's just a standard policy in your contract when you sign in. I, you said that this is a standard thing, but it's not. I looked into it. A lot of places don't have where if you get fired for sexual harassment, like you don't get to have your shares anymore. That's why a lot of people who do like still have like still making money from this company even if they don't work there anymore. And uh, in there, like I said, having policies going forward that there are not like that reports are anonymous. Um, having with the uh, internal like. HR department themselves having third party studies done like they have been done about like how often are women and minorities like people of color LGBTQ how often are they moving up in the company how uh, like you know what are their stats as far as work output versus like opportunities available for them and have that be like a yearly or bi-yearly like metric that you are aware of and keep in mind. I don't think it's right necessarily in a lot of these situations and to put in place like, oh, you need to have uh, like so many people promoted at a certain time or whatever. But I think uh, like in set numbers, because that also causes a lot of resentment for people who don't get in those positions because they feel like people are given them instead of they're rightfully earned, but were never given them before. Um, but I do think like keeping that in mind as you move forward and and trying to promote and create and and realize why aren't these people moving up if they are putting out good work like why aren't we hiring more if on there and really look at the, what the root problems are when it comes to these things in your company structure and be mindful of it. I'm not saying that you have to like drastically change everything in every company, but I do think that it not just for Activision Blizzard, but for most companies, it's a good thing to have and to have that data to reflect on. Um, so the employees you're talking about, like not moving up, do you know what their job titles were, what they did? Because like, especially for a company like Activision Blizzard, many of those employees are only on for a project then they're gone. So uh, one of them, uh, she was a developer... And it, because they put out, like, uh, I forgot who put it out, but I know, like, some employee put out, like, everybody's pay, like, in a sheet, in a document. So they can compare, like, what women and men make, even contractor positions in the same position. And they looked at the metric of their work. And so I know one of them, she was a developer. She had time and time again, uh, like, outproduced on many games, uh, like, her uh, people in the same position as her never put up, moved to a different team, put on that project, performs well. And meanwhile, and then she was put on a team with another dude, and he got 
assistants. And of course, they were all female. And that was the dude that everyone was saying that he made them do all the work while he played Pod uh, within Activision. So uh, I don't know like all the positions, but I do know the data is out there where you can see what uh, women and men, uh, people of color, LGBTQ. But I'm just talking about growth within the company because that's what you were talking about. Yeah, what they, what they make on there. So she was turned down for like multiple years. So she's a developer. I know like that one instance. I know that there was other instances as well, but I don't know what positions they were. Um, yeah, no, I think that they're like, yes, policies in place, but also policies, you know, tr um, looking at when you are, um, when you are hiring, of course, you can't just be like, oh, you seem like a creep, but you can't, there are, <laughs> there are good re recruiters and hirers and there are bad ones. And I think that, you know, really looking at who you are employing to bring people in matters. Uh, I'm not saying that they don't, but it doesn't seem like it, obviously. That all they're, they're probably implicit or complicit as well. But, yeah, I mean, it's just having a very mindful, empathetic view towards your workforce and your company and what you want that to look like and what you want that structure to be. And when you look at only profits or you know um you know they didn't really think uh like warcraft or forge was going to be as like profitable but they only look at like big blockbusters it seems like in their company structure and like things that i've seen like they, if anything's even a mild success it's an absolute failure right um and that's not i mean like maybe I mean, Kozak walked away with $1.33 million bonus after they laid off 800 people. So, like, um, I mean, maybe it is working out for them. But I don't think that's good for the staff because uh, a lot of them, you know, are berated mm. and stuff. Or, like, or they're – I feel like everyone was fired. Everyone's doing a bunch of extra jobs. There weren't the teams working on the games that they didn't think were going to be the absolute bestsellers. And it and – it, and it hurt the fans. It hurt the game. Like it's, it's maybe it makes more money sense than what I'm seeing. And it probably. I mean, does here's the thing, right? If you think about like the large, the large publishers and developers in the gaming industry, right? What do we look? What do we got? We got EA. We got Activision. We got like Ubisoft, maybe, right? And like both Ubisoft and EA. Rockstar. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not gonna like speak highly of them or praise them for it too much, but like both of those companies continue to publish small titles that are probably not giving them a whole lot of profit. You know, games like It Takes Two was a fucking EA game, right? Or like Child right. of Light was a Ubisoft game. They continue to publish these games, which I'm sure are profitable, but they are not making them the money of something like an Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty or whatever EA likes to do nowadays. I don't know what EA does nowadays. But, uh... uh so, Battlefield, right? But, but like, uh... They, they still do that. I think they do it for the wrong reasons, right? I think they do it to try to be like, hey, we're the nice guy too. Uh, but, like, regardless of why they do it, they continue to, right? And they continue to keep those small teams employed. Um, 
So, What's funny is like for for a company as large as Activision Blizzard, like that would be, I mean that's that's fucking couch change for them, you know? Like they could easily do that. Yeah, uh, they could. Yeah, like there's on the Warcraft Three team. Apparently, it's like an absolute shit show. Like, like I said, a lot of the games that like people are working on are just at a standstill right now with everything going on, and it's not helping the people who work there. Like obviously because like the company is not taking any accountability. It's not helping the fans. It's just a massive shit show on like multiple scales. And maybe that's why I love it so much. I'm like, ah, shit show. I love this. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. It's so I, but... I did, I did actually get to talk to a, uh, a friend of mine and he did uh, earlier this week and he did put me in touch with, um, uh, with, uh, with his friend's wife who had worked at, uh, at Blizzard for about a decade. Um, and basically, I mean, one of the things that she talked, the big thing for, for uh, that happened with her is, um, you know, she worked there for, you know, 10 years and then she found out she was the lowest paid on her team. Uh, and then her manager who, uh, her manager who was a peer of hers, uh, for, uh, initially, uh, got put up for promotion ahead of her, and when he became her manager, wouldn't uh, didn't advocate for her to uh, get paid for what she thought she, what, you know, what she, you know, what her work was worth. She ended up leaving Blizzard and went to EA, and now is getting paid twice as much. Um, and it's it's one of those things where it brings me back to what you said a few minutes ago, Shanae, about an empathetic workplace. And I think that a lot, I think that empathy is, is something that is very hard to come by, uh, the larger an organization gets. Um, but I think empathy is a huge key to a lot of, uh, to a lot of things. Like, especially when we're talking about, um, when we're talking about, you know, uh, uh, wage inequality, uh, between men and women and, uh, under the understanding of, you know, paying someone what they're worth, but even still, um, empathy goes so far as to being an advocate for somebody when they are being mistreated or when they are, uh, or when they're being looked, when they're being looked, looked past when, uh, when something is happening to them. Um, I think empathy is at, at its core, the biggest thing that, or I think a lack, lack thereof is one of the biggest things that keeps people from feeling safe about, uh, uh, coming forward when they are being mistreated in any workplace uh, because they, I mean I think that a lot of people are made to feel like not only will people not be on my side or not only will people not um, try to support me but people will actively retaliate against me or people will judge me or this is going to screw up my career somehow um, so I think that a lack of empathy is like one of the huge problems uh, that we face but like I don't know how to fix that Especially in a big in a big you know company like Activision Blizzard or any really large corporation, I don't know how to fix that. Um, but I think that a lack of empathy is uh, is where that stuff starts. To be clear, Ryan, you also just said like you talked about like her going to EA and making more money. That's very nice. EA is also a shitty ass company. Well, yeah, <laughs> I just want to well, well, throw I'm, that out there. Well, I'm not. EA like, also sucks. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I mean, that you say that like that's something I don't know. But, but, but like, 
but he but he was saying it as in like oh yeah, i'm not throwing that out there for you right yeah but no, like but he was saying it he was saying it like to like oh she easily got double the money somewhere else yes 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 yeah right yeah, but like I just, I, uh, but like I get, but to, to, to Tom's point, like these companies all suck, and I can guarantee you that I don't, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know if EA has this problem to the scale that Activision Blizzard does, but I feel very confident in saying that they certainly have that problem. <laughs> um, but again, I think that you know, I think that the the more, the more people that you have in a company and the more rungs that are on that, on that ladder, the harder it is to communicate any sort of empathy or understanding to people oh, absolutely. who work, who work however many rungs below you. I mean, think about, think about companies that have many, probably hundreds of times the employees that Activision has, right? Yeah. A fucking Walmart or a McDonald's, like these big companies, right? Right. Guarantee there's way more sexual harassment at McDonald's than Activision. But like but that's based that's based just on but just on numbers. Just on numbers, right? just on how many people work there. So maybe but maybe it might not proportionately maybe proportionately it's it's it's, it's similar. Sure, sure. But like if you hey, take a company of similar size, right? Like if you take a company like an, an EA, I, I do wonder sometimes, does EA benefit uh, in that presumably there's less of this going on, right? At least to our knowledge, right. there's less of this going on. Uh, do do they do they benefit from the <laughs> Do they benefit from the fact that just just by geography, their company is split up yeah. uh, much more than EA Activision, you know? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I would assume that that probably helps, you know? Uh, well, I guess it just comes down to, like, what... Is, okay, so one of the things that you hear about, and that is pretty widely known, and, like, not just video games, but, like, kind of all all of tech, is there's a lack of diversity. There's lack of There's a lack of people of color working in tech and there's certainly a lack of women working in tech right and so when you, the women that do work in tech one of the things that they often have to contend with is uh is i guess proving themselves as being as capable as the men who work there um and then with that because i've heard it said many times um that men are judged on their based on their potential and women are just judged based on their actions and I think that that mentality has driven when you have women who are constantly being made to feel like they have to prove themselves to be as equally capable as men, it can be very easy to manipulate that and make those women feel like, well, I mean, if you want to get one over on me, you better not say shit when I grab your ass next time we're in the office. Um, yeah. And so I think that... Like said, it's still like that shit's always fucking implied. Yeah. But you guys just totally skipped over the question I I, I brought up. Like, Sorry. if if Activision had, um, let's just throw a number, an even number, right? Let's say Activision has a thousand employees, right? I'm just, I know they have more than that. Let's just say a thousand. Let's say EA has a thousand employees, right? But all of Activision's employees are in the same fucking space, and EA's employees are spread out over a dozen different studios. You don't think that that has the potential to help well what are the makeup of those of those offices what's the makeup of those offices in what way well i mean 
I guess if if you have if you have a man who is prone to sexually harassing women and you put sure. him, and you put him in an office of just other men who just want to sexually harass women, right. then you have zero sexual harassment, probably. Unless I guess they get bored and start sexually harassing each other. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's also like company events, waitresses uh, going to conventions, stuff like that. Sure. It doesn't. Even if there's not women there, they will find them together. Well, like, I'm not. Back. I'm not. I'm not supposing that it fixes I, I, the I, I, issue. But no, I don't. But, I don't think it does. I don't think it does because I've worked at places like let's go to GameStop. Um, I don't think like. I don't think like whenever there was like big events where multiple sports got together, there was more sexual harassment. I think that Ryan's right. It's the makeup because I would go to some stores and not experience any sexual harassment, and some that were there. So I mean, which is my point like, exactly, right? I, if you so, if you can divide it, the company into branches or pieces or whatever, right? While it may make, it certainly would make different tasks more difficult. Uh, as far as the development side of things goes. Uh, and it, it sucks, right? It sucks if you happen to be at, let's say, let's say you're at fucking EA Motive over here and there's some fucking pervert working with you. Right. And like <laughs> this division of EA has is pervert free. It sucks to be the one... Yeah. Working with the but pervert, but like you can't. But like, but at least that pervert isn't infecting fucking everybody. But it's not possible people, to know who's the pervert are, and who's not. I know, I know perverts. that. I know that. And like I said, I, I don't. I don't. Like I said at the beginning, I don't. I don't suppose that this would fix the problem. Right. But, but could it make it better? You know. No, I don't think so because in those instances, especially when I was younger and had way less of a backbone. Not that I have much one now. Uh, like. I know in those scenarios when I was sexually harassed by, like, supervisors and stuff in stores, uh, because they were supervisors and stuff like that, I did and, like, I didn't really work with anybody else besides, like, my assistant manager or manager. Like, I didn't feel emboldened to say something. But when you get in a group of people and you're like, hey, like, yeah, you know, David's a fucking creep, dude. Like, there's other people around you that, like, maybe at the same level or, like, higher that can, like, do something. So I think it's, like, really isolating to the victims to have them so separated into, like, small groups here and there. Well, I mean, that's literally what I just said, right? It sucks if you are that isolated victim, right? Like I said, I don't think it fixes I, the I, problem, but I do think I think that, it could... I don't think it's a benefit, no. Okay. I think it's... I think... I think Rape is gonna rape. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. Like I don't think like the 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 pool size of like each office is really going to benefit if you split them up. Like I I don't know. Like I I don't. Yeah, like. But it also gives you more witnesses too. So people who were not necessarily going to say something if there is something that comes up, like hey, like well, I didn't see that. Well, like. I, I guess, I how do you eliminate the fear of, uh, of retaliation? Like, how do you, how do you eliminate uh, the fear of judgment? How do you eliminate, hmm. how do you, how do you get rid of that? Right? I because mean, that's, that's a societal thing. Cause then you have to stop victim blaming. People are like, oh, well, she only, she's only doing this. Cause like, and people in the, like on Twitter and stuff, she's like, oh, they're only coming out because of this 
reason or they have some ulterior motives. That's never going to change. But there are processes in place like making complaints anonymous. Yeah. Being number like a one lot of, of times, it. I feel like that doesn't help. I like I think it, obviously in some situations that could help. It definitely could encourage somebody to come forward with something, right? And that's always a good thing. Uh, but like I could think of times at my workplace where I've gone to HR anonymously and it, nothing was done. Whereas if I had put my name on it, something would have been done. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's it's, uh, it's it feels very paradoxical. I think because like. You, you say, okay, well, we can fix it by doing this, but then that solution presents now another problem. Right. And so it just feels like, and it's, and it, it sucks because like, I think that the throwaway thing to do is just chalk it up to, well, well, people are just shitty, I guess, you know, but like <laughs> at the same time, like that does like zero for the people, does who, it does yeah. zero for the people who have actually had, for the people who have actually had to deal with this. Right. And, and like, cause it's like, it's basically like, well, I mean, I'd, I'm sorry that that happened, but I mean, you know, it was inevitable at some point. Right. It just, it sucks to feel to, for anyone to feel like that sort of thing is, is an inevitability. But like, I, like the more I, I've thought, this is something that I've thought about for a while and I just, I don't know of a way to keep this from happening proactively because like every solution that I can put, that I can come up with is a reactive one. And, right. And, and to your point, to your point, Ryan, like, I don't think it is about that. Right. I think what it, what it is, is like, at least for me personally, I would rather work for a company, uh, who at least strives to make those improvements and sure. at least shows me that they are attempting to make those impro right. improvements. It's not going to happen overnight and not right. every company is going to be great. And there's always going to be a bad seed. Right. Uh, but like, at least if the company is showing me that they are attempting those things. Yeah. That's something, yeah. you know, and what, what more can be done besides that? Right. Really? Uh, and you know, it, it, it just, it, I'm sorry, Shane, go ahead. I kind of want to like briefly go back to like a past like, point that was made about like leading with empathy, uh, like, and how it's just the more rungs up the ladder it is, the more insincere it is. But I do think that, uh, I don't want to use this fucking phrase, but like, I do think that there is something to be said about if the top people are leading with an empathetic view to the workplace, that it does like go down to the next person is the next person. Yes, there's going to be bad seeds, but if there's 10 managers, and only one of them is like saying that no one gives a shit, but the other ones are like, no, like our, our managers, like have like set this precedence. I do think that there is something to that. Is it going to fix everything? No, but it is like you said, I'd rather see people leading with empathy and trying and I feel better about the workplace culture and like where I stand in it in those companies than the absolute nothing. Yeah. But you know, well, I mean, anything's better than nothing, but, <laughs> and, and like, this is just one of those things, right. Where, okay. So I've, and even on topics that aren't about something like this, one of the things that you always hear um, from companies when, when any sort of controversy happens is, uh, we hear you and we will do better. Right. And not Blizzard Activision. Well, see, here's the, th here's the thing, right. Is that like, like the only people that I have heard say, you know, we will do better 
or I will try to do better or be better about this are people who don't even fucking work there anymore. Right. It's like, like this, exactly. this happened while I this, like this happened while I, while I was an executive at Blizzard, I'm not a, a, I'm not an executive there anymore, but at my company, I will make sure that it doesn't happen. Right. But uh, there was a Ubisoft thing like a year or two ago where like people who still work there well, no, talked I'm, about improving I'm, I'm, things. I'm talking specifically about this company. Okay. Um, uh, but like, here's here, but here's, here's the rub though, is that like, this has been happening for so long and the accountability or any, any semblance of that isn't appearing until like, oh shit, this might start affecting our bottom line. Maybe we should stop letting these people sexually harass each other all the time and, uh, and really get after it. Right. Cause this is, this is a new problem. Right. So, you know, I think that I, I, I absolutely want to see, uh, I absolutely want to see change and I absolutely want to see people, uh, given a workplace where they can feel safe, uh, and feel like they're not just going there to be attacked. Um, and I hope that that happens, but like Tom said, it's not going to happen overnight. This is a, this is a huge company and the bigger, the bigger company is like the slower things move. And but if some of the culprits are going to stay in VP and CEO and, and other positions of high rank. That really depends. That really depends on the investigation and what they find. Right. Yeah. We've seen people ousted from these companies who are currently serving time, but like, uh, you know, as far as all of these Activision employees, uh, you know, that that's really going to depend on what these investigations show. Yeah. And I have for no, each individual person. Sure. And I, I, I'm sure like, there, you know, some some of these some some assholes are going to slip through the cracks. It's just it's gonna, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. Absolutely. But absolutely. You know, the hope is that, you know, at some point. Whether every like even if because like not everybody's going to get caught right not everybody's going to get caught but I think that at some point I I the hope is that there's a cultural shift that makes it so that even if you were somebody who has or had intention to um, do any sort perform any sort of harassment or misconduct that that shift makes it so that 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 there's there's a deterrent there. That stops it from happening. Yeah. Um, but I mean, only time will tell. Um, and you know, we'll just have to see, but like, you know, I, I just, I don't think that this is something that ends because, uh, that ends overnight because blizzard is in, is getting some bad press. I think this is something that, you know, we'll have to, we'll have, you know, just have to wait and see, but I think especially with, with Act, I mean, we keep saying Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, right? Activision yeah. is, the, is the big part of this company. Yeah. Keep, uh, keep saying Blizzard, but <laughs> um, it's fine between, between all of us. We have eventually, we have said both titles. Like, uh, I, I mean, who the fuck knows? The way they've handled it so far, though, like, it's shocking. It boy. really is. It's, like, you know? ridiculous how long it's uh, gone. It's, like, absurd. I, I just mean like the fucking statement about like we're gonna leave like fuck you we'll take our money with well, us just, like that is crazy the, the brazenness know? of a statement yeah. like that is just it's mind blowing and uh, but, it, uh... and I can't imagine being one of the victims and seeing statements like that and being like oh so they'd rather leave the state yeah and admit that I was sexually assaulted 
cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously they have other things going on, but even then, I just all of it. Yeah. Uh, I did want to bring up one last thing though. Uh, I have been seeing a lot of streamers that have made their fan base and their shtick playing like Overwatch or Call of Duty or World of Warcraft, any of these Blizzard Activision games, and getting harassed and saying that they are part of the problem and how dare they continue to make content off of these games. And for those people, I just want to say, stop it. Just stop it. Like, even though I don't want to play their games, like, these people aren't contributing to the sexual assault and sexual harassment. These people have made their... It, and this is just my opinion, but these people have made their living off this game. Even if they plan to like, switch over, they still have to go find their new game to play or, like, research it. Like, even if, like, they're eventually going to switch, like... And even if they never do, like, they are not part of the problem. Stop it. I could see why people would think that, though. You know? You're helping to popularize a game that is putting money in these people's pockets. I get what they're saying. I, I, I get it, too, but... Especially, like, if you were a large streamer so much that you were making your living off of it, you know? Uh, is it their uh, fault? No, it's not their fault. But, like, I, I, I do get where that crowd is coming from. I get them not wanting to play the games, but saying that they're contributing to it, I, and that they're... I don't, I don't, th I don't th think that's right. I don't, th and I don't think it's right to like dox these people or harass. No, it's not okay to dox anybody. There's also a bunch of employees for Blizzard Activision that just have on their LinkedIn that they work work at Blizzard yeah. Activision that some of them are victims and some of them, you know, they're getting harassed and doxed as well. And it's just like this isn't contributing to a any sort of, like, productive end. Yelling at somebody that they are a rape apologist or whatever as they're streaming a World Warcraft game isn't going to solve anything. Telling them that they need to apologize because they've been making World Warcraft, like, content isn't solving anything. And also, but also, the people, there, I've seen quite a few, like, streamers go and, like, basically have tantrums about people doing these things, like, on, like, YouTube and stuff. I'm not talking about the doxing. I'm talking about, like, the, like, people being mad at them for playing the game. I don't, like, I also don't think anger is an acceptable, and like, response to these things. Like, if, if you are a public figure and putting your stuff out there. Saying, like, yeah, I'm aware of these things. This is terrible. This is where you can find more information about it. Like, making your platform be more empathetic to the situation just because I'm going to be stuck on that word I think is great but I don't know maybe it's I just don't think they're the ones to be angry at <laughs> well if, if being on if being on the internet has taught me anything is that uh, there were, there are going to be there are millions of people who are having very unproductive and very loud discourses about a million different things um, I don't really believe in policing other people's outrage, um, but what I do believe is um, is just standing by what your convictions are and doing what you know is and doing what you feel to be the right thing to do. Um, 
you know, I I'm not going to you know admonish anybody who has played who's currently playing World of Warcraft or Overwatch or you know any of these games. Um, but I would urge, as always, I would urge people to you know do research about who you give your money to, right? And you think Bungie's like we got out right on time, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe because like uh, you know, it would be really easy to be you know to to lump them in with that, and then like you know, and then there goes <laughs> there goes destiny, I guess. Uh, but you know, I you know, again, do your research about uh, about you know whoever you give your money to, and then you make the decision about whether or not you want to you want to support them. Um, but yeah. you know, I I think the only thing that we can do is Shanae. Shanae, she just, you know, Tom, you, earlier you told her not to kill the thing. Yeah. And she's doing it. It just totally derailed me. But um, I hope it was worth it, by the way, Shanae. It wasn't. You I fucking don't know if it was a psycho. baby that flew off of it or what, but I, like, let's just keep going. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Um, I didn't sign up to be on a murder stream, so... <laughs> Um, I'm done. By the way, this yeah. one wasn't a spider. I don't know what it is. It looks like a beetle or something. I see. Um, but, yeah. Well, the, I hope, spider, hope you're fucking proud. Yeah. I hope. Got a regular Logan proud. Paul over there. <laughs> yeah. We got we Logan Paul over here. Shanae Paul. Sean <laughs> Paul. I don't like this. <laughs> I'd rather be Sean Paul than Logan Paul. Well, yeah, that guy's, know. That, you know, that guy's having a good time all the time. So. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's probably been into some some scandal I don't know about. Nah, he's good. I'm... Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, don't assault or harass people if you, please. That's my closing thoughts. Yeah, honestly, if we have to tell you that, then you've got bigger problems. Uh, we shouldn't have to tell you not to do that. I, or ask very nicely. I did yeah. say please. Sure. <laughs> you know, maybe no one ever did. <laughs> that I mean, look. That I think that like if if you look at some of the people who get arrested for various diff- for various things, like and like and they have people who like who enable them to continue doing this, then you start to think that maybe nobody told them that this, that this shit was wrong. But yeah, I didn't know I couldn't do that. I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't do that. And then, but that, but yeah, Tom, even like the punchline of that joke is like, well, now you know. So now move yeah. it. You know, it's like, come on. Well, no, the punchline is pretty, that was pretty good because I did know I couldn't do that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but like, I, one thing I, I think though is that, I mean, Tom, you talked about, you mentioned a couple times, like, this the brazenness of that statement of, like, well, if you don't like it, we're going to leave. That confidence has to come from somewhere, right? Well, I, I, well, I would assume by now that that person's been fired, but who yeah. the fuck knows, man? Yeah, but, like, there's, there's but like, even, like, like, I would immediately fire that person. Well, like, but... even, like, whatever, whatever told, like, whatever has conditioned you to the point where you feel confident to say that. Yeah. You know, so that's got to come from somewhere. But, yeah. Either way. You know, I, I mean, I never hope to be in that situation, but I hope I get that kind of confidence one day. <laughs> that's the kind of confidence you want, Shanae? 
Yeah, that's what we like to call a spider killing confidence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I wasn't a spider. I told you it was like some beetle thing. The spider Sh hasn't shown its face. Shanae's got, got a Jonah Jameson complex. Yeah. So that's true. In the show, Shanae. Well, you can find us on most <laughs> podcast apps like iTunes, Podomatic, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, we're on the YouTube. So if you want to see our faces or me kill some bugs. Um, or fail to actually. Um, that's probably gonna keep looking at the wall. It's I did not kill it. Uh, I failed horribly. Uh, yeah, you can watch us on YouTube. And mm, bye, guys. <laughs> bye. <laughs>